Set after the events of Return of the Jedi, the Book of Boba Fett follows the notorious aforementioned bounty hunter and mercenary Fennec Shand as they navigate the underworld to try and claim Jabba the Hutt's old turf on Tatooine. That's what we're chatting about tonight. Plus Oscar nomination snubs, the superb old owl ads, and more. Let's do this. Yeah, so so what I did there is I did an intro, and then I went to titles, and then I unmuted you guys. So I deafened because oh, I do I do I do an intro you. now. Me and Hawk tried something different with the expanse, and I think it worked. And then uh, I think I did it again. Was it, was the expanse the last thing we did? Yes, I think so. Yeah, that was a, yeah. That was a yeah. yeah, that was a good episode. Um, that was a really good episode. We got really deep and we want to talk about it more, but we couldn't because it, we were already talking for like two so and a half hour. 45 minutes yeah. already. Oh my god, just talking about the thing. But that, that doesn't matter because we are here. It's Geeks with Kids, the geek podcast from parenting point of view. I am your host, Eric, and I'm joined by my Baratna and Crime Hawk, Mr. 37 in a row, Brent, the rockiest I of don't stones. agree with that. Dave, 37 in a row. <laughs> and the master builder himself, Marcus. How's it going, guys? In a good. row. Very <laughs> good. Um, I was 38. I was yawning. I was, I was yawning. 37. Yeah, I, I was, um, whenever I think of Brent, I think of the audition I had to do for Low Lifes. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I remember. What was, I, I, the only part of the audition that I still remember was Andrew asking you guys to just swear like crazy. Yeah. Just start screaming <laughs> obscenities at us. I still remember lying on the floor making that choice. I remember that. Um, for me, because you guys paired me up with Spears pretty quickly, um, you're like, just if you can make it more obscene i don't i'm pretty sure that's not what you said but that was the gist of it and we we're just like okay we'll make this scene more and then you're that's <laughs> a blur to me now and then i think i think andrew was like you know like clerks obscene i was like okay i see where we're going with this and then we did it and then you know we got cast to, to say i was influenced by a certain filmmaker is an understatement <laughs> um have you seen clerk the documentary on kevin smith yes oh fantastic yes. anyway Good. Everyone's doing good. Everyone's doing well. well yeah. 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 Well, we're talking about uh, Book of Boba Fett. Well, at least that's the main topic of tonight. It premiered on December 29, 2021. And, you know, it's brought to you by Robert Rodriguez, Rodriguez, <laughs> Dave Filoni, and um, uh, what's Favreau? His name? John Favreau. Um, and, you know, it came out to much fanfare when it came out. And then much criticism uh, so it just finished last week february 9th um, but before we get to that we talk about what we like every, at the beginning of every show what we're yeah. you know hyped about what we're loving what's good let's start with who haven't i talked to in a long time marcus marcus what's hey. good what's good Man, my friend hey things are good you know have i seen you since the Feel new like... year uh no no happy new year so. happy new year uh, oh yeah, yeah we had the read through the read oh yeah. yes, yeah, that yes. Was a fun I guess that was after. Yeah, that was after New Year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, things are good. Things are great. Uh, you know, I'm expanding my Bluey collection. As you should. Bluey toys. Mm -hmm. uh, they were all for my kid, but I, I want, am very excited about them for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the grannies. I got grannies just for me. Oh, um, Rita. <laughs> oh, 
I slipped on my beans. My beans. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't have any kids watching this, you're like, what the hell are you talking about? If you no ever idea. have kids, this will be a show that you will love. It's amazing. Mm. Um, but uh, right now, something I'm loving, something I'm really enjoying is uh, I just watched, I watched the entire thing of Murderville on uh, Netflix. Yeah. Uh, will, Murderville. Yeah. <laughs> right, will Arnett's, uh I loved it. I, I enjoyed it. I, I, it made me laugh. Uh, I especially loved the I Ken Jeong. I see a Jung. counterpoint on Dave's smirk. We, we have two more episodes <laughs> left of Murderville, and I love it. That's it fair. It's laugh. not for everyone, I, I, right? I didn't finish the first episode. I didn't think it was funny. I watched one clip from the British version, but this is amazing. But British people have a different humor. That it, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I can I can imagine, because, well, first of all, I didn't know there was a British version. I knew nothing about the show. This is literally the first thing I ever saw. So I did enjoy it. Um, I love. I loved in the first episode when they're everyone in the cast is just like, "Here, have more hot sauce, Conan O'Brien," because <laughs> you look like someone who could use more hot sauce. Well, I this is one of the things like I, how I, much of that was improv and how much of it wasn't at that because I was like, "Wait, I thought the show was improv, yeah. but like only he doesn't have a script, right?" Yeah. But like, I thought, wait, does only Will Arnett have a script? Does no, no, the, script? the whole cast has it except for uh, the guest star, okay. and then they all have earpieces, so the director will be like, "Do this." You know. well, they have earpieces too. Like I everybody's got would, them. I think I would some of the main actors. I think we saw the director. Like, like, what's that uh, prank show that everybody loves? The oh, practical jokers. Practical, yeah, practical, practical jokers. jokers. Yeah, where it's like, yeah, that is my fucking life face, obsession. Stuff like that. That would be like, like, which is basically punked, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I didn't. It's your, it's your yum. I don't want to yuck it. I, I liked it though. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that. I love Conan <laughs> O'Brien, but I just, you know. Oh, Conan O'Brien wasn't good. <laughs> he was not bad. I liked him actually. It, uh, Conan, the Conan episode was pretty was pretty low luster, but I mean it had a few moments. Uh, it gave me enough to want to keep watching it. Thank God I I stuck it out because I love the Camille Camille Nanjani. Fuck, I loved him so much. Really good at improv. Like he was genuinely good. No. Can you do the walk for us? Can you do the walk for us, Marcus? The walk. Oh, <laughs> the cool walk. Walk. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta hit it. So you gotta good in town. And then you need a signature sound. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's cool. <laughs> the entire audience has left. They have no fucking clue. <laughs> I haven't oh. watched it yet either. So, um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Yeah. At least I'm, I'm on share. Uh, we're gonna watch Sharon Stone next. Is the next one? I think that it's the second last one. Pretty good moments too. Um, overall, she was a little bit more serious than, but I mean, it's Sharon Stone. Yeah, so. I was gonna. No, no. <laughs> I'm looking. Sharon Stone. Who's the last yeah. one? Ken Jeong. That yeah. that one's yeah. I'm looking the, forward to. That, that one. one is the 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 good. That's the only reason I would want this to continue. Is is that episode? Yeah, the British one is called Murder in Pleasantville, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, what well, I, I gotta check that out. I was watching that, and the people were funnier who aren't even comedians. But but like, the whole cast the guy, is are right, all imp but the imp guy I was watching isn't an actor or a comedian. Mm. He's like a news presenter in the UK, and he's that been, like, would be amazing. Stuff. But like he's just he's he's still funnier than Conan O'Brien. So. <laughs> <laughs> Now, also, um, I I was watching this show and I was talking to Hawk about it, and he's like, "Well, Conan and Walter Nard have this long-running, like, feud against each other, but like a friend feud." And then he sent me a couple, like, clips from I his show. Freud's. 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 
It was very funny. It was a clue. It was the clueless gamer section of uh, Conan's show, uh, late night show, and oh yeah, they played arms or something. Yeah, they played arms yeah. against each other. It got like so intense. <laughs> oh, that's right. I've seen that. That's funnier and funnier. You know, like Will put getting that sweat going on, and Conan's calling him out on it, and that. Will goes over. He's like, I just need some popcorn, and then a handful of popcorn out of the bowl, and Conan's like, I switched all that to a asbestos. <laughs> It was more expensive, but it was worth it. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. I, I do enjoy that show, and I look forward to finishing it. Yeah. It's all in Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Well, since you were shitting on it, Dave, what was your show? I just today actually finished season two of Daredevil. Because I've obviously watched the shows, but I never watched this last season of Jessica Jones or the second season of Pedro Iron Fist. So, and since we're leaving Netflix, presumably to go to Disney Plus, because Disney's mm -hmm. got all the rights back and stuff, but I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, I decided to watch it all again, because, you know, you know. Just in case, right? Things. Like, yeah. uh, you know, Wilson Fisk showing up in uh, Hawkeye and whatnot. So, and I love Spoilers. Daredevil. It's probably my favorite Marvel character. And just, I mean, these shows, the Jessica Jones, uh, Daredevil, yeah, those shows are phenomenal. Did they do an Iron Fist too? Yeah, they did do a second. Yeah, they did. Oh. Yeah. yeah, don't know how. I, don't I know honestly, how I, I stopped watching those shows after I think Defenders, Luke Cage season one. No, I never even got to Defenders. Really? Yeah, Defenders. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, tanks quite a bit, and I think it's a lot of Iron Fist's fault. Mm. I, I got to, I finished Luke Cage, and I knew that Iron Fist was next, and I had already had everyone tell me Iron Fist is iron shit, so I was, like, not looking forward to it. It is hard So it just kind of killed any motivation I had to keep going with those series. There's, like, one bright spot on Iron Fist, and it's, um, what's the her name? Credits? No, the girl in it. <sighs> what's her Wong? name? Yeah, yeah. I can't There's two daughters of the dragon. So Misty Knight is in Luke Cage, but I believe she's also in Iron Fist season two. Yep, yes, she is. Because they kind of spun, I guess I understand, Iron Fist season two into a little bit of a Daughters of the Dragon series. A little bit. Um, so, and I'll just That's my hope. That I'll watch these and then we'll get Misty Knight. Is it Kathleen? Colleen. Colleen, Colleen, Colleen Wing. Wing. Colleen Wing. Yeah. Jessica Henwick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the second season, um, it was one of the guys who came back. He ended up becoming the bad guy of season two. I don't remember it. enough details to care. I I'm fine with that. Give give the Iron Fist power to someone else. That's literally what happened. Was it okay? Maybe we don't need him back. Good. Good. Um, yeah, that's me. Nice, that's, nice. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm really, really it. Awesome, Brent. Um, I don't have a, a specific yum right now. What's the game you're I playing? Will, because <laughs> that's the thing is because we, uh, I mean, uh, like Superplex has been my yum for like 30 years. I mean, that was my like that was my childhood obsession. But like the yum I've had since the last time we've all been on is probably Eterna Noctis. Um, yep, that game yep. has just been an absolute obsession. Like, I looked at it and I realized I've clocked almost 90 hours on that game now Shit. and I'm still not done. Like, it is the most frustrating, difficult, but fun as fuck games I've ever played. That the majority of people I've seen, 99% of the people that I've seen that talk about it have quit the game after the first hour. And I'm <laughs> one of those few idiots that stuck it out and realized just how fucking incredible that game gets. 
God damn it, is it hard? And I've had so many mental breakdowns on stream playing it's true. it. If, if yeah. you haven't, if you haven't seen Brent play it on his uh, "That's So Raven" uh, Twitch, it's very funny so, to watch him just slowly yeah, break down and cry. <laughs> I, well, I, at one point, I came on just because, like you, had, you, had, it had popped up on my Twitch saying you were streaming that. So I went to go check it out. I didn't know anything about the game, and I just started watching. It. I'm like, I don't think this game's for me. But the entire time, I just felt like I could hear the frustration in your voice. This like, <laughs> just like. It was great. I literally, like, I literally created an OBS screen of flames in the background with the big screen title that says "fuck you game" because of that game. That every single time <laughs> it, I get frustrated, it's I used turn a lot on and just start swearing into the camera. Sometimes you just look angrily at the camera and just have it go, which I think is hilarious. Hello. I'm almost, I'm almost done it. I'm, I'm down to like the last section of the game. I have one boss left to go, a few collectibles. Although I did find out I was going for the platinum for it, and the game fucked me out of the platinum. Oh, that's always fun. It, it screwed one of the trophies up and didn't give it to me, and so I'm like furiously sending messages to the developers, like you better fucking fix this because I'm not fucking playing this game again. And they're like, eh. <laughs> No, I got an email back today saying, oh, yeah, we've heard about this. We're looking into it. Oh, good. That's even better. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, do you still stream on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays? I I never streamed on Tuesdays. Was it? Oh, I thought that was your schedule. I can't remember. No, it was Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, but I'm switching it to uh, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Cool. Cool. I don't like, I don't like doing the Mondays. Bacon, spam so. and bacon doesn't have much spam in it. <laughs> That's a lot of people like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but, but not Saturday, Sunday, Monday, which is it? <laughs> Fair enough. Monday, Saturday, Monday. And if you're not watching uh, Brent's stream, you can watch uh, me and Dave sugar. play Rock and Stone, which is what I seem to always. Oh, that Martin. should be our fucking young bud. Because yeah. you guys play it on the one fucking platform I don't own it on. On PC? We have it on PS4 as well. Yeah, we have it on PS4 too. It's better on PC. Yeah. But well, we will. I've got it on the PS4, PS5, but you can't cross-platform. But I've got it on that, and I've got it on the um, yeah, the fucking Xbox thing. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. have it on we Steam. Have Steam. Any date? If D and D doesn't happen because someone's missing, because I don't like running with only three players, we'll play. So depending on who's missing, because one of our players has it on PC, one of our players has it on PS4. So if we're missing two people, we, we you know we might end up playing on PS4. Yeah, yeah. So, Marcus, you should. This is a game that I think you and Ryan would really enjoy playing together. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic. Really? Yeah, it's about gnomes I, I digging. I know nothing about it. It was I the it was the free PSN game last month in January. So hopefully you got it. Um, Picture the I just game. pointed out that I, I love that I just mentioned. I'm like, you guys played on the one platform I don't own, and then as soon as we correct that situation, the first thing you do is go, Mark, you should play it with us. <laughs> no, I said he should play with Ryan because I know you and you someone other than Brent would really love it. <laughs> I know that Marcus and Ryan like playing co-op games, and this is like an amazing co-op um, first-person shooter. Um, I mean, it's, like it's not even a shooter. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. You do shoot a lot. You... <laughs> it's true. Um, it's, and it's the perfect game for me. I fucking love it. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, the gnomes are great, and well, dwarves. They're dwarves. I don't know why I said that. Dwarves, danger, darkness. That's yeah. The... <laughs> I'm sorry. The first time we played on console, right? I was playing this with my friends who I used to play Battlefield with on PS4. And there's a button you can hit, the emote button, and it's, all it does is go like, Rocket Stone. Rock and Stone. Rocket Stone. So somebody, like, I was across, like, the hub area, and somebody went, Rocket Stone, and I hit it, and my character went, Did I hear a Rocket Stone? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, 
I don't know. Like it's, it's just so pleasant when it is happens. a fun game, and it's uh, it's not like it's not um, easy. It's it's a fun and challenging. So and if you like killing bugs, yeah, the only good bug is a dead bug, right? All right, Hawk, what are you liking? All right, so the best recommendation I got this week is the uh, Korean uh, horror series on Netflix, All of Us Are Dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, it just came out, right? Yeah. It, uh, it's been out for at least a week or two right now. I'm on episode that's, six. Fair that's warning, the high school the, zombie one, right? The high school zombie one. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> it, the, it's fast-moving rage zombies. Mm. Uh, kind of like 27 yes. days. Um, or 28 days. Um, be prepared. Like these episodes are very lengthy, and there's 12 in the series. I'm only on episode six right now, and that, but it's captured my full attention. It, it is, it is really great. Um, Eric, you were asking me if it was related to Train to Busan, and that. yeah, yeah someone told me it's like, yeah, isn't it in the Train to Busan world? I was like, I, I think they're just Korean. That seems it's racist. has to be in that vein. <laughs> in the series, when the kids actually figure out, the kids seem to figure out what's happening before the adults do, and that, you know, one kid says, you know, it's Train to Busan, you know, describing the situation. Mm. So he was obviously that movie exists in this world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you find out within a few episodes and that where exactly the, the virus came from and that and it's actually pretty heartbreaking. Was it story. from Peninsula? Uh, I haven't seen Peninsula yet, so uh, it's good. I liked it yeah. at least. It's different from Train to Busan. Um but still quite good. Um I think it's on Prime, isn't it? I don't know. We'll I'll, we'll it's talk about Netflix. it. I can't remember where it's it came know. out January twenty eighth of this year. Oh well then. Good. Uh my um yum is what can it be? It'll be Peacemaker because I very much enjoy the show and it's hilarious. And Dave doesn't uh, hasn't seen it yet, but Man, uh, I'm I'm a real sourpuss. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. It's it's very good. Um, how or this? Uh, Vox Machina is on Fridays and we do watch parties with it, and it is fucking delightful. Uh, Brent has disappeared. Uh, no, disappeared. Brent, Brent's gone. I think his lights just went out. His lights are gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's like they're talking about something I don't watch. Um. Vox Machina is fucking amazing. Uh, Marcus, if you haven't seen this show, watch it. It's on Prime I Video. Know or something. Like I, it, I, yeah. What? He's, what he, he's doing oh, the he's peace, peace maker dance. He's doing I the peace maker dance. Yeah. Do you really want to taste that? Did he really learn this? Yeah, he did. I, I, this is this is. That's his um oh, oh, one of his uh that's, things. That's my sub and my follow alert now. Yeah. It's it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus is broken. Um. It's, it's a, the Geeks with Kids squad. Nobody, and then Brent. This is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was actually no, that was actually awesome. Thank you. I couldn't help it, man. I watched like as soon as that theme song went on, and I watched that. I immediately was like, that has to go back to the beginning and watch that again. And then immediately after the second time was, okay, now I have to get up and learn this. I don't know why, just reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like getting a message at uh, like one in the morning. I think I'm going to do the dance. I'm like, yep. I learned, no, I, do it. I learned more of it too, but I had to cut the clip down to 15 seconds. That's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> Box Mackinac Friday. It's a fantasy okay. um, adult cartoon on Prime Video. It is. Very, very adult. It's amazing. Um, the episode's only 20 minutes, but there's... This is the last week, so is, yeah. is Prime Video just going to become the best place for like adult style like cartoon animations kind of stuff? Because like it seems like it. Well, isn't oh uh, isn't the the hit dog? What is it? Hit 
Hit Monkey? No, that's on Hulu. Yeah, Disney Plus and Hulu. Um, but uh, that move, that that episode is that uh, show is weird. Anyway, let's move on because we have a bit of a episode. Um, uh, only news item I have tonight is uh, that Ivan Reitman passed away yesterday at the age of 75. Um, the McMaster alumnus hit the scene in 1979 with Meatballs, and then he went on to direct Stripes, Ghostbusters, Dave, Kindergarten Cop, so on and so forth. He also wrote and uh, produced like a billion TV shows and movies, including the most recent Ghostbusters and Animal House, which uh, a lot of people, because he was producing and helped write part of the script, um, says that part of it is based on his experiences at McMaster. So, which is nice. And I can confirm this because his niece I went to university with and she used to tell stories about how he used to talk about his time at Mac so fondly and how he put some of that stuff in the movie. I watched his, um, I watched his first movie today, Orientation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, the one that was like the basis for Animal House and everything was about McMaster and that. They were showing it on the news and I went and watched it on YouTube and I was like, this is fucking neat. I didn't realize it was there. Yeah, he filmed it. Didn't he film most of it at Mac too? I believe so, yeah. (laughs) He was kind of a pioneer of indie filmmaking and that, you know, we mentioned like, you know, the the big projects that he was involved in, like, you know, Stripes and Ghostbusters going on and that, but like, you know, Orientation was like back was made back in 1968, and uh, he had about five other films and, uh, right after that before he even got around to doing meatballs. It's mm-hmm. on I still... YouTube. Yep, yep, yeah. yeah. Yep. Two minutes long. Uh, I look forward to it. I'll, I'll check it out. I've never seen it. Um, I remember hearing about it a long time ago. Um, there are stories like when I went to Res, like I lived in Widen at Mac. They would tell stories about Ivan Reitman and John Candy, and how Martin Short used to just stay over even though he didn't go to mac <laughs> and stuff like that um but it was cool it was, it was cool to have that little bit of history when you first went to university anyway let's talk about the super owl not super hour superb owl there were a shit ton of them like a shit ton of them and um, i don't know if you saw the halftime show but it was really good at least i liked it um but we're not going to talk about all the trailers and commercials. Although, if you want to see uh, some really cool car commercials, they did a return to th- with the Sopranos, and then they also did a Doctor Evil one as well about uh, electric cars, which is quite funny. Let's start off with the one that uh, came out. There's two that came out early. Uh, Jordan Peele's Nope, which stars Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, I said that wrong. Stephen Yoon, Kiki Palmer, and Michael Wincott. Um, it's a horror, obviously, film. That, where the residents that already that already i'm gonna say if we get to the point of the show where we talk about what we're looking forward to movie wise that is 100 <laughs> my number one this year nice jordan, jordan gonna be could direct fucking traffic and i would pay a thousand dollars to see it he is fucking incredible yeah yeah like, i got he is like the the horror guy now like i really liked yeah. his um his um uh twilight zone as well like i loved his mm-hmm. sci-fi horror stuff even like even though he just produced it he actually made me like candy man like oh yeah i didn't see the new one. Oh yeah i forgot about that no i haven't seen it yet it's coming out soon but uh yeah he's just the most unique voice yeah like, you know i don't know how to describe it better it, 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 it reminds the- it sort of reminds me of early horror because it instead of it just being like slasher um picks it, it, there's right. actually there's suspense and there's actually meaning yeah. behind all of the stories he's, that he's Done. He does a really good job of actually creating that suspense and holding that suspense. Whereas, like today's filmmakers, often just kind of give up the ghost really quickly, and you just don't care halfway through the movie. You it's know? true. Like 
a, a Jordan Peele film, you kind of just hold on to the end because you're like, I can't wait to see the resolution. I want to see what comes of the end of this. Like, what is the meaning? What is the point? Everything, uh, yeah, so, everything I've seen of his has lingered in my mind for like days afterwards, and that's oh, yeah. a good movie. One hundred percent. The only person who like even comes close to hitting that level and still, I think, does it is James Wan, right? With the Conjuring, Malignant, and stuff like that. Like, yeah. he's very good, but you're like, Jordan Peele's just like, but like a whole step above everybody else in the genre. I feel like James Wan is more of an entertaining. That seems weird. Like it's like they're like popcorn horror it's, films. It's it's yeah, more entertainment, whereas Jordan Peele's are more social commentary yeah, horror. And thinking, I mean, yeah, these are well, these are the horror of the world around yeah. us. I mean, like, these are based in like real shit too, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like this is kind of what people believe. Uh, so we just all we did was slide whew. the realism just like uh, two notches. It's I, I kind of think it's funny too. Like just imagine like in twenty years, Jordan Peele becomes the greatest de facto like horror movie maker. Like what a strange beginning for that man, you know? Yeah. Brief stint on it's, Mad TV of fifteen or so years, <laughs> and then he became the greatest horror director of all time overnight. That's yeah. Has anyone has anyone else seen this theory online about his movies that I, I just read this a couple days ago? Uh, people were talking about like you know why is this movie called Nope? And at the same time, it was like everyone wondered that the last one was called Us and why the first one was called Get Out. And there's a theory going around that he's creating this like horror universe where all of the movies all take place within the same universe. And if you watch them in the exact order, all of the titles spell out a phrase. That would be amazing. Ooh. That would be super Get awesome. Out that he's literally going that meta with everything. <laughs> so there's people already trying to figure out what the phrase is and, and like putting in the current titles and filling in the blanks later. Oh, the next movie must be called No, You Get Out. Or like, no way. Get us. <laughs> us? I think nope. It, 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 it tends to be, I, I think it's more of the fact like, because it, it comes from, there's obviously a big stereotype of when, you know, uh, black people in North America watch horror movies. They yell at the screen and there's a lot of get out. Nope, 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 That kind of stuff. Like, don't go in, like, watch his next movie called Don't Go In There. Or something like, like, it's, like I wouldn't. It's wouldn't a very me. old. His next movie, Death is crazy. Yeah, it goes all yeah, the way that's back. Crazy. Like, it goes all uh, the way back to like an old Eddie Murphy joke he held some years ago, and that. Um, but yeah, uh, what I love about him is that like he's at this point in his career in that where it's like he doesn't have a lot of he doesn't have a lot of influence from producers and that. Basically, a studio says, "Okay, you bring us the next thing, and we'll put it out." Mm -hmm. you know, well, isn't that kind of MO too, right? Because they don't put a lot of money in, but they get a lot of return with their films. Blumhouse's yeah. hmm. strategy, I remember seeing this for um, when they came up with the Truth of Dare movie. It was literally an executive walked in and told the writer and director, I want you to make a movie about the game Truth or Dare. That's it. I don't just make a movie about the game Truth or Dare. Here's money, do it. And that literally was the pitch meeting for the movie. Amazing. Um, he also, uh, Jordan P. also produced Lovecraft County, which was amazing. Um, if you haven't seen it, I wish it was coming back. Um, yeah. The next, uh, so we're, I guess we're all hyped for that. <laughs> no, no need to talk about it. Oh, it yeah. Yeah. Aliens, right? Like they kept on looking up the sky, like the, the shots in this. Probably. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I, I'm yeah, I know. We don't not know. even trying to contemplate whatsoever. I, My, like, I, I'm not even going to try to figure it out. I just want to go in. Yeah. Away. Do you think uh, Jordan Peele would give it away? No, he wouldn't. No. He wouldn't totally. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. So that's what he's 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 telling everyone what you're thinking is wrong. You guys yeah. are all dumb. Um, not all dumb, it's but friendless. 
It's oh my god! It, it'll be critters. It's wacky waving inflatable arm flailing too. The best shot is when they're they're like um, that horse is going down the the pathway and all the inflatable arms are like falling down just like in sequence. I was like, holy shit, that looks amazing. Um, anyway, the next uh, trailer that got released early was Jurassic World Dominion. This is the final film in the current Jurassic World trilogy and the sixth overall in the franchise. And now dinosaurs live and hunt humans, you know, that whole thing. Uh, it sees the return of the original film star, like the original trilogy stars, uh, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, alongside Chris Pratt and um, the best Star Wars director, Bryce Dallas Howard. So, you know. <laughs> I, say, I, had, I, I had no interest in this movie whatsoever after the last one. Mm-hmm. However, Agreed. that shot in the trailer of the original three plus like the new cast oh, like, yeah. in the rain with that t-rex coming i was like was that a t-rex that immediately that, well Probably. like it, maybe it, not. It's, uh, they're, they're trying to make it feel like the t-rex sequence of the first movie, yeah obviously. yeah uh but i mean malcolm lets out the line like why do they always have to make them bigger like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sam neil looks that, amazing that, for his age well yeah. that I, shot I, of I, all of them together in the original three immediately that put me back gosh. into 1993 me 13 yeah. year old me going I mean, take my money. <laughs> Honestly, I was I was kind of the same. Like after the mm-hmm. last movie, like you know, it was okay, but like I wasn't. I was like no longer up for these movies. I was like, okay, don't just don't do another one. But they were going to, yeah. And I just thought, well, that's going to be the same thing. It's going to be this, and it might even be that way in the film. Honestly, I don't know. But what will get me to watch this movie is Sam Neill. Yep. Like mm-hmm. Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, and Laura Dern, fantastic. But it's mainly Sam Neill. I fucking love him, and I I'm so excited to see him back as Alan Grant. Here, here's a question: Is there going to be a dream sequence where a talking raptor says "Alan" to Sam Neill? No, it'll be a Triceratops. <laughs> much better, much better. Uh, a Triceratops. Massive shit. I'm That's a lot of. Dr. I'm boycotting the film because they didn't bring back uh, Bob Peck, who died in 1999. Oh, that, well, the last <laughs> one was about cloning, apparently. Clever girl. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's why I'm not going to watch. Shoot! That's why I'm not. And I'm not going because Samuel Jackson isn't coming back. I want to see him with a robot arm. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he's fine. Listen, you can't call the original cast. You don't have Wayne Knight. You don't have. Uh, you don't have Richard Attenborough. You don't have Bob Pack, right? Right. It's just not worth it. It's not original worth it, guys. Cast? What are you talking about? Original cast. Where's the lawyer? That's fair. Yeah. You know? he, he's pooped now. The bottom half of him still got to be on the toilet. Yeah. 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 Where's yeah. that movie? Yeah. So thumbs up, thumbs down for Jurassic World. I'm. Thumb- I'm. I'm, I'm uh, a uh, cautiously optimistic thumbs up. I might not see it in theaters, but I'll probably see it yeah. either way. I'll um, see it. The the probably there's the last two are the probably the most uh, anticipated trailers for today or yesterday. It was Lord of the Rings: The Rings of Power. That's the trailer for the Amazon Prime series. So, Mark, is you're right. Like Amazon yet. Prime is just getting all these fucking crazy shows. I mean, um, it's okay, this is the thing. Like Amazon Prime. Million dollars for those Amazon yeah. Prime was like when it first started, it was kind of a joke. Yep. Like the Amazon Prime video was a joke. It was like, why are you even bothering all these B-list films from 15 years ago that nobody cares about? Um, but slowly they have been like building up this amazing small base of really niche cool shit. Mm-hmm. And all the while, they've been kind of slowly like ticking at people and be like, remember, we have Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is ours. We have that. It's coming. They have the and Wheel of Time like, too. Shit. 
Yeah, we're like, no, you you don't got nothing. And then this dropped, and I was like, ah. Oh, I don't see that as a good thing, though. Like, the one of the largest corporations on the face of the earth. It's just like, yeah, we're going to own all the media, too. It's going to be <laughs> three of us, right? It's going to be us and Disney and Warner, and that's all you got. Mm. Go yep. fuck yourselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't that being said, I, I, I am looking forward to this. It looks good. <laughs> It, yeah, it, it looks it's, <laughs> it's set thousands of years before the fellowship so um, yeah, I'm looking the second age yeah, yeah the second I'm, age I'm really interested in the, the I don't know the antler backed people what the hell was that those, I, I think those were just people carrying antlers th- they're carrying antlers uh, they're hunters yeah they ruined it for yeah. me sorry yeah. they, 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 they did a, I, I they did a piece on variety wings that were antlers that couldn't fly so they're like completely useless no, <laughs> and, uh, those are just people carrying moose antlers yeah I'm, I'm wondering I, I mean I'm Personally interested in the show because I'm uh, I'm really interested in Kellen Brimborg, the guy who made the rings. And because if you played Shadow of Mordor, he's like your other half in that game. He's like a, a wraith. So I'm like, and that game is very not canon and very not anywhere. Very not, not canon. It's not. You know, it has nothing. To Remember do when Shelob turned into a lady in that game? I mean, Shelob could turn into a lady if she wanted. Yeah. She chooses her appearance, yeah. much like 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 Gandalf chooses to look like a human. It's true, right? Like like Gandalf and a Balrog are the same thing. They're both Maya. Um, they're both angels essentially. So like, but Kellen Brimbor is like, no one wants to treat this really hot dude. That nobody wants to teach him how to make rings. I'll show you how to make rings. <laughs> and then like four thousand years later, you just see like Frodo nearly putting the yeah. ring on and not falling into Mount Doom. Apparently, like, the the first two. This is the rumor that's floating around the internet. Is that the first two episodes are serving as a prequel of how the elves and everyone came over to this land. So it's supposed mm, to be set. Yeah, it's supposed to be set like hundreds of years. Or thousands of years thousands. before, That'd be yeah, during the first yeah. Age. during the first age, yeah, and that's apparently why we see Galadriel on a creaky boat. I don't know, um, in the water. Anyway, I mean yeah. that's the thing you have to think about. That's how old Galadriel is. Yeah, she's older than Elrond. Yeah, and we see a young Elrond in this, like a yeah. super young one. Anyway, cool. Looks neat. Mm, 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 yeah. Did anybody watch oh, yeah. I haven't actually watched it yet. I'm cautiously optimistic. It looks really good. I'm just worried as long as they have the uh, good writers on it. I, I yeah. don't know anything about the producers or writers. So. I, I, I haven't, so to answer Dave's question, I haven't read or watched The Wheel of Time, but my sister, it's her favorite book series, and she said as long as you separate your brain from the books, you'll enjoy it like it she said it feels like wheel of time but it's not exactly like they've changed enough things that she's like the books uh, and i didn't like that pilot episode i never watched the pilot so mm. i didn't think it was very catching interesting i'll check it out i'll let you know what i think um the final thing and the thing that made a couple of us in the chat last night uh lose our brains was the doctor strange and the multiverse of madness trailer that dropped the first official one is uh was uh, released and this film is set um, after the wake of Loki and uh, Spider-Man No Way Home and all of the shit that happened with the multiverse um, <laughs> this, yeah. this trailer is fucking crazy um, Patrick Stewart's in it this apparently this is gonna be the winter soldier of this phase I think. yeah I, I can see that like things yeah. are going well so Patrick Stewart there's Ultron-esque robots in it <laughs> oh they full on look like the Ultron centurions yep. Yeah, like that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Every every nerd who's read like more than two Marvel comic books is just gonna be going Illuminati, the whole Illuminati, time. Illuminati. The whole time. I I really hope the I, what like, if I mean, what if this introduces Reed Richards? Yeah, 
Yeah, that's home. what I was thinking. That is, like one of the big things. Reed Richards, yeah, let's do a this. Different Wasn't Black that the rumor Panther, for a while maybe? that he was going to make the first appearance that this movie was going to be? Yeah, the first that was rumor. Yeah. yeah, and it may or may not be Krasinski. Like it's kind oh, of. I mean, it wouldn't I technically matter so, because man. that's not necessary. That's not going to be the Illuminati from this universe. Yeah, especially right? since yeah, the, yeah. Well, that's the thing. This this can yeah. be all variants, and it doesn't matter. We can have anybody playing any of our lovable characters. I really hope the Tom Cruise uh, Iron Man thing is actually exaggerated because I'm I not hope up so. for that one. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't even like, it. it was just like a like a really quick shot of him like getting blown up by a missile or something. Like, in this universe, <laughs> Iron Man died. I think it'd be great if in this movie we had like a British version of uh, Reed Richards and it was Martin Freeman and then when the actual movie comes out, it's John Krasinski. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's actually awesome. I wouldn't put that past Kevin Feige. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many cool nods we could have, Fantastic right? Four, like, produced by Greg Daniels. Like, Kevin Feige wants so bad for Hugh Jackman to show up in just one shot with the Avengers. Did you, you know? see what uh, Ryan Reynolds said on Hugh Jackman's birthday? No. Um, so he, he wished him a happy birthday, and he said, if you're wondering what, the, what Deadpool 3 was supposed to be before Fox was bought, um, it was supposed to be a Deadpool slash Wolverine road trip movie. I don't think oh. that was ever going to happen. I think that's just his own fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Right. He said that that was in the work, so... Because Jackman I think that, said I think that was like an idea someone around. I feel like Jackson, he would come back. If he didn't have to get super ripped, I'm sure he'd come back. I mean, he doesn't have to get super ripped. Yeah. He didn't have to get super ripped for the Wolverine, because he was face-replaced anyway, but... Yeah. But, you never know. Anyway, any final thoughts on... Uh, we're all super excited for this. It comes oh, out soon. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's, that's the next May, month, right? Like, uh, I'm super jazzed. May. Uh, May. Yeah. May. May. So, oh, yeah, they moved it to May. May, yeah. Yeah. May 6th, I think? May 6th, yeah. Wasn't that originally supposed to come out in 2021? Yeah, yeah, it was. But, yeah, originally. Yeah, but, then, <laughs> but then, you know, everything got shifted. Then that damn Corvid. Hey, uh, did you put the Batman in your list, Eric? Because that's out in, uh, in, like, 20 days. I assume that's what we were going to talk about when people are going to say oh, what okay. they're excited for <laughs> that's very soon about it me neither riddler's in it there we go um there wasn't there's a trailer like for batman Dano, was there really i'm super excited for the riddler in this because of paul dano yeah yeah like yeah. if you give that guy a leash to go crazy he will fucking go crazy like i'm mm -hmm. excited for that mm -hmm. any final thoughts on dr strength before we quickly do the oscar I'm, noms I'm very excited i'm very excited but I have, like, I'm just going to let them do what they do because it's going to be great. I, I'm, I'm excited getting, to I'm watch getting... the Eternals out. <sighs> I'm Eternals. excited to watch that out of my memory. Yeah, I'm getting the impression I got to go on a media blackout as far as Doctor Strange goes. This is the last trailer I will day. watch. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know why they would even put out another trailer. Just keep re-releasing. They will. They always they, they always do one right before, like the month before. Which there's, is still... there's such a short amount of time. I feel like I don't need to have another trailer pique my interest. Like, I think that's good. I'm good. I only saw I the hope they don't. <laughs> yeah, but they will. I only saw the first Spider-Man trailer and I was like, you know, what? I'm good. I'm just going to go see the movie. Yep. <laughs> and it made the movie even better, even though that. Oh, fuck that movie. So good. Um, let's uh i i don't know if i want to do three or five categories of oscars i think we can just do three um let's just yeah let's keep it simple yeah so um uh do we care about screenplay yeah no yeah yeah okay let's just do best actor i don't even think any of us have seen a lot of the movies at yeah. all anyway let's, let's just do best I, actor best uh actress and then best oh no wait let's just do best director best picture let's just fuck let's just do those two ah uh, best director we have. Doesn't matter. Denny's not in there. 
That's the one I wanted to talk about. <laughs> um, uh, I don't give a shit about directors, and he's not on there. We have as Ken. much as Dune was not my favorite movie of the year. That movie. That was a fucking hell of a directing job. True. Like, uh, so, director Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Uh, Belfast. Uh, Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. I have not seen any of these movies. I'm surprised you watched West Side Story. I will see Licorice Pizza now that I know it's a P.T. Anderson movie. Uh, I saw Power of the Dog. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. Yeah. Good? Good enough for for Best Picture? It's, uh, it's like, I would, if I hadn't, if I can't really judge on the acting because I haven't seen any of the other films in that, but Mm -hmm. like Benedict Cumberbatch, that might be his like best role I've seen him in in that as far as like darkness and like better than Smaug? <laughs> Better than that. His character is so complex and like he's magnified. He's just like magnificent on screen. Like you know, every time he's on there, it's you just can't stop watching. Um, so whatever happens, I'll give it the power. So, director, actor. Yeah, I have I have no play on this one. The 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 people that I thought would make this list would be Denny Villeneuve for Dune. Yeah. I thought that yeah, um, Joel Cohen, who did the tragedy of Macbeth, should have been there. Like that movie was fucking crazy good um yeah why isn't he on there and one and one that i don't know if any of you've seen other than dave i know dave has seen this david lowry's the green knight i think that he yeah. should have oh, yeah. been green knight was freaking amazing oh yeah. i was gonna say green knight. Seen it yet. he should have been I he should have been there i love that movie i love that movie I, although I also feel like if I'm not sure again I don't know any of the categories for for Oscars if Green like Green Knight should be also nominated for like best cinematography nothing oh, they got nothing I I, I have I, that's not bullshit. seen that's it yet, but I have, that's horse crap yeah I have not heard a person yet who has seen that movie not say it was incredible yeah I think also, it's just I've never I haven't even heard like a mundane like it was good I've nothing everyone the who watched the movie tells me it was wanted incredible. to see that movie during a pandemic though are the kind of people who are gonna love that movie I saw. Mm-hmm with my buddy and he went I don't know what the fuck just happened <laughs> <laughs> the reason I haven't watched it is because what? I looked at the trailers and that and I'm like I don't know if this is something I would enjoy but I think I'm, you would I think, I think you would I really think you would mm-hmm. it's, it's phenomenal storytelling it is, it is. Uh, and, and visually best, too oh my god so yeah, some of the best shots I've seen in a movie in years it's like, funny to me Tolkien wanted a fairy tale for Great Britain essentially and that's what these are though like the Green Knight Circle Wayne was the fairy tale that the UK had like there's their like origin stuff like you know he's a knight in King Arthur's court that was their thing to be fair that also included the Grants this is like you know and it, and it helped explain some of the traditions they have because the things that happen in the movie in the story are things people actually did like the beheading game. That's a real fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. I, I think I think you'd like it. Uh, Both of you, Hawk and, and Brent. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely want to see that. The yeah, original the Rochambeau. One yeah. <laughs> only thing about this whole list of the Oscars, um, I haven't seen it yet, but being being the ricardo seems to be all over the all over the nominations this year and like i've i've heard i, I don't i don't think that I, that one in theaters i think it just went straight to amazon prime it, it went, went straight, straight to, to it went straight to prime yeah but i, I haven't really heard any good things about it well yeah, i want to see you know it what? the thing is I, I mean i know nothing about it i haven't seen it 
The only thing I would trust about it is like, I honestly think Javier Bardem is one of the greatest, like, amazing actors right now. Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I, I love, you know, that's yeah. the greatest screen, one of the greatest screen villains of all time, Dan 100%, 100%. I don't buy I just this. Think to myself, <laughs> yeah, this. But, but like, I just, I, it's just such a strange thing, like being the Ricardos, and I was like, I don't want to see this. Like, it yeah. just... None of it seemed appealing to me. Does Lucy? Oh, when, I first saw the, like, when I first saw the trailer for that movie, though, I immediately went up. Oh, this is this is the Oscar bait one this year. Like this is the commercial Oscar it's bait. It's Aaron Sorkin. Year. Aaron exactly. Sorkin did that movie. Fuck, yeah, I yeah, have to right. watch it now. Because oh, <laughs> Chicago Seven was the trial. Just Chicago Seven was so good. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it was, uh, no, no, yeah, that yeah. was another very was weird that last year? That was yeah, last like year. should that no, be in 2020, this? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Never mind. So yeah, basically last year. <laughs> I believe it, I believe it was up for best picture last year. What's, I don't remember anymore. It was it was nominated for a few things. Sasha Baron Cohen was nominated for best supporting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. I think it was up for best picture and best director. Yeah. Any anything else that got missed out of best director? Like, I, I think those are the only ones. I would even put Lin Manuel Miranda because I think Tick Tick Boom is amazing. But I know that's a niche thing. Andrew from... Garfield got nominated. Yeah, he got nominated for it. I hope he wins yeah. it. He's, he's best actor, I think. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I went. I, I feel don't. like I ignored so many things since 2019 that included anything to do with the Oscars, basically. That's fair. When I was a teenager, until like until I was probably about 25, I saw probably all but three movies every year in the theater, and then I don't know, something changed. Yeah. Something I know. Married I used or something. To I used to know every Oscar-nominated movie. I'd already seen it yeah. in the theater at that point. Like, you know, I, I, something. I don't know when it dropped off. I, I used to make it a point every year of making Watch sure all that them. I watched. All, for me, what what stopped it was when they went to ten. Yeah, that's the same. I was like, that's. I'm like, if if it gets if it's ten and I look at the list and I'm like, I've seen one or two of them. I'm like, I'm not gonna bother watching the other eight. Speaking of ten, let's say what the ten for Best Picture are. It's Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car. Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. This year seems like a real push for West Side Story. I don't know if you guys have gotten that feeling, but it just seems like every... Spielberg hasn't won enough Oscars. He only has three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently it's amazing. I'm looking forward to watching it on Disney Plus yeah, on March 1st. All I've heard is good things about West Side Story. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I don't see any of the ones that aren't nominated for Best Director getting the Best Picture, so I... The, the no. only ones on the list that I've seen at this point um, Don't Look Up, which I loved But I don't see it as Best Picture um, And King Richard Same. was King Richard was really good um, I think Will Smith did a fucking Oh, that's the, that movie, Venus. that's the Venus Yeah, the story of their father yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was he was phenomenal in that movie Oh, like, Nightmare Alley's here, holy shit nominated. Yeah. But, Has Will Smith um, won an Oscar yet? Didn't he win one no, for... He was, he was nominated for Ali. Ali, he okay. Won. Was he nominated? What's the one uh, where he plays the dad? The true story? Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. I don't think no. he was. <clears throat> Maybe he'll get a, get a producing uh, Emmy for, for I, Bel Air. Um, <laughs> Will Smith is one of those ones that in like 15, 20 years, he'll get the Morgan Freeman. Oh, shit. We forgot to give Morgan Freeman an Oscar Oscar. Because <laughs> <laughs> him winning for Million Dollar Baby and not for Shawshank, it's a fucking travesty yeah, in my Alley. eyes. But that was literally the, oh, shit. We forgot he's never got one. Shit. Give him one. I still haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. It was it's Guillermo, super right? late last year. But yeah. I feel like that probably belongs somewhere. If, if not, I'm it's under Best Picture. So I'm going to win like visual effects or something. 
I don't know, man. The the visual effects for this year. The Dune should probably win visual effects. Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang Chi, and Spider Man No Way Home. Like those are all very good Dune. special effects. Yeah. Dune though. Dune though. Dune. I don't know if they're better yeah. than Dune. Like Dune. Dune had some really, like I quote unquote, I should say simple shots, right? Where like the shields are are simple, look amazing for how simple they are. But like the freaking uh, the ornithopters. Yeah. The That's best. Not <laughs> and it looked amazing. No. And it also gave me a massage in those D box seats. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone have a have a hat to throw in for best picture? Because I don't really know. I, I would love it to be Dune. Coda was a good movie, but I don't think it's Nightmare Alley. Him. To be honest, because I I love Guillermo del Toro and I love this. I like him too. And you know, I'm a little biased because he, you know he doesn't live that far from any of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, did he? And he films yeah. a lot of his stuff in yeah. you know Hamilton. So. Hopefully Marcus will join his studio yeah. one day. My brother got that, to hang out with him one. on. Uh, <laughs> my brother actually got to hang out with him because he filmed um, shit. What's the one with uh, Charlie Hunnam and um, Pacific Rim? No, 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 no. The, you know, the, the fucking one the, in the house, the one that filmed the Scott. Oh, Frank. the um, the red one. What's the fuck? Uh, Crimson, Crimson, Crimson Peak. Peak. Oh, Crimson, Peak. Crimson oh, Peak, yes. Peak. That's when so my sister-in-law he... met... Uh, I forgot uh, Charlie Loki. Hunnam was in that. Yeah, yeah me so too. <laughs> my, my brother used to be, like, basically, like, the head guy at... Like, he's he was, like, the liaison for everything at Scottish Rite. Like, you needed something, he did it. So when they came in and, like, anyone on the production needed help with something, it was like, go to him, go to him, go to him. So he got to, like, hang out on the set and everything. And then one day he brought in uh, a copy of... I can't remember exactly which... I think it was... Um, uh, Pan's Labyrinth. He brought in his Blu-ray of Pan's Labyrinth Ooh. and asked him, would you mind autographing this? And he took it and he said, do you want better? And he drew a little custom drawing of my brother and then signed it and said, there, no one in the world has this. Have I ever told you the story how I met That's Guillermo awesome. del Toro? <laughs> No. And, and I may have accidentally screamed in his face. Um, so um, I was at Fan Expo, <laughs> and um, he wasn't scheduled as a as a guest that year. And I was just wondering because I worked Fan Expo, and all of a sudden I hear um, Guillermo del Toro has has you know stopped by and is going to be selling or uh, signing stuff at this point at this place. And I turned around because I was like, I think I'm here. And he was right beside me, and I went, ah! <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he's like, oh, hello. And I was like, oh my God, I love you. He's like, thank you. <laughs> he's the nicest guy. Like, um, it, it was, I did not expect it because people don't move you. Like, if you work there, like Marcus knows, they don't really, if you, if you have one of the badges of the working people there or the booth people, they usually let you walk through. So I was just like wandering around, which is good. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I don't really want Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about. I know they didn't talk about Bruno, so that's not nominated, which makes me sad. Um, not even Is that animated? Animated? Yeah, Canto did get nominated. Yeah, but not the song, which is everywhere. If I've not seen it, I've not heard the song, but like everybody's been repeating that line back to me. Yeah, yeah. We don't talk about You should watch that movie. It's amazing. I don't know why nobody wants to talk about my grandfather, but I'm not going to see it. No, they, they do eventually Silencio, talk about him. <laughs> Silencio. I thought that was funny. Anyway, let's keep moving because we have some stuff. Um, the Book of Boba Fett. Obviously, we talked about this uh, earlier, how it premiered in December and is now finished. And obviously, we're probably gonna be... not going to win any awards. Nope. Maybe an Emmy for uh, visual effects for the last I mean, yeah, for the last yeah, three the last episodes. Episode, yeah, 
Um, obviously, we're going to get into spoilers in a second, but before we do that, we usually do a TLDR about what we thought about the the series as a whole. But I think even better than that, if there was one word you can use to describe the season of the Book of Boba Fett, what would it be? Um, I'm not going to go with you, Brent, because you only saw one episode. Yeah, my word is incomplete. <laughs> <laughs> fair. fair. Um, let's go with... Uh, don't say me, because I don't want to say it, Eric. Let's go with Hawk. I Hawk. I don't want to say it. Uh, one word. Wait, Tell me, I'll say it. There, he did it. He said the line. He said the line. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, fair, fair. Um, Brent's going, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Marcus? I'm just going to mute and take a nap. Someone text me when we're done. Uh, one word. I don't know. I know, it's hard. Dave, do you have dusty. one? Oh, Dusty? Okay. <laughs> I do. I do, actually. I think and I think we missed this. Uh, we didn't realize it. Campy. You know yeah. what? I would go I with that. I didn't realize that it, that's what it was going to be. Oh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's a good word for it. Yeah. 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 Um, ah, let's see. What would I say? I think... Satisfying. I enjoyed it, on the most part. Um, yeah. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. It grew on me by the end. I, I, by the end, I was like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, well, I, I agree. I don't regret I, I, watching it. I'm, I'm a really big... Like, Star Wars is probably my biggest fandom that I subscribe to. And I know I have a lot of friends who absolutely hated it. And I have a lot of friends who absolutely loved it. I'm not either of those. Yeah, same. Um, you know, it, it was... I thought it was good. There was some great stuff. I was very happy with the world building um, of some of it. Um, and I was happy to see characters do their thing and their characters come in and be introduced and reintroduced and such. It was great. Mm -hmm. uh, but is it what I thought it was going to be? No. Nope. Uh, is <laughs> no, it perfect? Is it great? No. <laughs> um, but was it good and good for the future? Yeah. There's going to be lots of good that comes from this. Yeah, I don't think we can. We have to say anything more about uh, that before we go into spoilers. So let's just jump right into the actual. I, I hope. I hope it doesn't. I hope it isn't all we get to see of Mingawei and Oh, for sure not. No, it won't be. No they way. deserve more. Yeah, this there is... will be redemption. There will be redemption for the. Or some of them. Spoilers! Let's get, let's get into the spoilers. <laughs> All let's right. Get into spoilers. So, so this, um, Brent, do you want to do you want to hear the spoilers or? Oh, I don't. I don't give a you, shit. You don't care. Spoilers isn't fair gonna enough. Let's do this. None of this matters. <laughs> so, um, I think we can just table like roundtable talk this if we want to just talk about anything. So um, when we found out Luke Skywalker is a time traveler, well, that was very strange. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, it, the, the, you know, the whole beach house part of it, you know, was really interesting. Uh, yeah, no. that came out of real. Who knew? Field. I didn't know they had mailboxes. Anyway, the yeah. first, the what first. What you guys should do is just make up some fake fucking spoilers on this. So I'm literally sitting there going, when Doc Ock appeared on the bridge, who knew? Executor. Who knew? He was a now about. You're not Piet. <laughs> when does Saul Rubinek come in playing Han Solo? <laughs> so the first half of the season pretty much um, dealt with time jumps throughout the the episodes, um, and the internet found this a little jarring. What are your thoughts about how the first half was sort of bringing us up to date with uh, where we were? I, I, 
I definitely get why people were mad. Like, I mean, we had about three episodes, three or four episodes that were pretty much just in the past. Like, this is what happened. This is what happened. But at the same time, being like, here's the story progressing. Oh, yeah. and by the way, it's over. Like, you know, it's, it, it's the issue of they did the time jumps, but the time jumps didn't pay off in the story. At that moment. Right? Which yeah. everybody wanted. Because everyone yeah. felt like, oh, this is going to be important later. And it's like, no, you just we're just telling the story. Just give it, yeah, they're, they're in, just in parallel. The story. And it's like, like I would have loved it if, to? like, with with him, like, learning the, the, um, what the hell's that weapon? What? The gaffy, gaffy stick? stick? Gaffy stick, thank you. Learning how That's to That's literally the part in. that I stopped watching at. Yeah, was well, I mean, that part's good. <laughs> that was really cool. I liked yeah. it. And the fact that, you know, he's learning, the fact that he's not proficient at it right away, like, I love all that. And then, but what I would have loved to have seen is, like, the, at the end of that episode where they go back to real time, normal time, you see him use it or do something. Like, More? He's caught like, or something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, I wanted to see something that shows all. So he started off from there, now he's up here. Like, this is cool. Like, we're going to see where yeah. this took him and what happened. But there was none of that. So, I, like, I don't even remember him carrying it around until that last little bit of that battle. And I was like, oh, literally just shows I forgot. Up. I forgot it, it was there. Shows up in that one scene. Yeah. Like, have you had that the whole time? I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, totally. It's like when D&D were like, no, I also have. No, I lost my greatsword, but I also have this Warhammer, actually. It was yeah. in yeah. the bag of holding. What? <laughs> yeah, both, both weapons the whole time. Why? <laughs> Hawk, in case I lost that one. Hawk, what do you think? Because you, you did the watch parties uh, list. I did the watch parties with you. The stuff with the, the Tuscan Raiders was my favorite part of it in that. I didn't mind the time jump so much in that because, like, I did like the whole back thing, you know, the whole thing where he got the gaffy stick and that, you know, I remember we were all really excited watching it. In that. Yeah, because it was like, badass. Yeah, it was oh, badass and that. We were commenting sick. about how how good the detail was in, like, the, you know, the progression of it and that. Like, Dave, you were commenting on the, like, that, that. That hot, that spot welding that they were doing, you know, in the middle of the desert. Yeah, how they would actually do that in medieval times, where they would put iron filings on stuff and then bake it, right, and then mm -hmm. sand it down or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, my biggest problem with it when that was when it, we, we actually did cut back to Boba and that, you know, we weren't getting like you know that kick-ass barbarian that we got introduced to and in that back in the Mandalorian in season mm -hmm. two and that, you know, that well, I think. They really kind of cheaped out on us uh, on that story and that. I get He was so savage in the Mandalorian, and then here he was just sort of getting his ass kicked the whole time. Well, that's that's yeah. the, that's the biggest thing. Like, I mean, a lot of people, big, the biggest complaints that I saw were like, "How come he's such a pussy? How come we like both that can't fight and all this?" Like, this especially this after shit. he's healed. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, wait, shouldn't it, he be way stronger it, now? That's the thing. It is a fair. It is a fair question because, like, as we saw at the end of the Mandalorian, he took out like a like a pack of several stormtroopers. Like, it was nothing. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me he can't take on a few street thugs and a few. Also, like one thing that killed me was the the scene where they're surrounded by the shields. <laughs> um, the first episode. No, first I episode. think I have a theory about that because everyone's like, he's got a jetpack. I'm like, yeah, and then he leaves his. He leaves Fennec right, behind yes. middle oh, of yeah, it, yeah. which I is not, except, we, except but we've understood has, now that he doesn't leave people behind anymore. But he he's also that. used that jetpack to pick people up. Yeah, like, yeah that's fair. He, well, he picked, can't grab a shield that's made of energy. No, no, he could have picked no, Fennec Shan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Bring it up to the top of a roof and they shoot it. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like, the it just only seems like. process I had during that scene was where the fuck are his two bodyguards? Why are they taking so long to get the fuck out here? They're Gamorian pig guards. <laughs> They're slow. I mean, a lot of things about the show, it's not, you know, we're just like plot. We gotta do this plot point. We gotta have this plot point happen without setting it up in any way. 
right? <laughs> and I think that's what most people actually are pissed about without realizing sort of things like, oh, this is gonna happen. All right, well, how did we get there? Ah, we'll just not even hang a fucking lantern on it. We'll just make it happen. Well, like, and like I, I was annoyed that so we did. We spent all this time with the Tuscan Raiders, and they get destroyed, right? Obviously, and yeah, um, they get. I love the Tuscan. And you, yeah. that was great world building. If, yeah. It felt like he was gonna gather the other tribes to go and fight the Pikes or whatnot. Oh right? my god! Yeah, I was like, I, I, that's one of the things I was waiting for. I was waiting for like one sole survivor of the Tuscan Raiders to be there and like come out to him, like maybe the kid or like. I was waiting for that, like one of the Tuscan Raiders or like the uh, the, the female warrior one. Mm -hmm. Like some, I was waiting for one of them to survive and then them come up with a plan. I was expecting at the end when we had our final showdowns and everything that the Tuscans were going to like show up out of nowhere. They were the backup, I assume. some fucking land. Yeah. And it just sucked that they just didn't come back around. This sounds like I'm very angry at the show and I'm not. But that, that part oh, did no. bother me. It's, it's, it's it sounds like they're all very angry at the show. <laughs> what was the show we did with Brent where we shouted it the whole time but we all actually liked it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Brent's done the exact same thing in that. Remember our Metroid Dread review in that? Yeah, that was the one, wasn't it? Where we were like, it was an actual good game, but I'm pissed at it. Okay, I, I, I keep constantly, I have this one guy who shows up in my in my stream chat all the time who keeps constantly asking me, are you going to play Metroid Dread on, on stream? And I finally just broke down a couple days ago and I was like, I'm never fucking playing that game again. Do you want to know how I feel about that game? It's what? Awesome. He you said that to me. And he's like, you hated it? I'm like, no, I loved it. I'm just never fucking playing it again. It's fair. It's fair. Um, there was another gripe I saw on the internet. It was the fact that Boba Fett talked too much. That he always had his helmet off. Like, he was often a, um, he was a silent, like, stoic character. Like, not like Mandalorian, I don't take my helmet off. But it was more because he was such a badass, but without a better. Ports are that Tamara Morrison felt the same way, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which would have been a, like a very different approach to that, you know, because we got a lot of, you know, in the Mandalorian, we got a lot of talk messages because we knew we'd write a story before that. If, you know, we were dealing with Boba Fett and kind of they had gone into trouble, wouldn't it have been great to kind of work through a script where it's mostly just kind of no dialogue in the scene and that, and mostly just kind of action driven? Well, also, think anytime you need that exposition, anytime you need something explained, you got Fennec Shan right exactly. there who can kind of just give off of a few things that give you those answers that you need, but to see him just like Boba just kind of looking and quietly plotting the entire time, that would have been way more interesting to Which see. Is, yeah, the Witcher season one type of Geralt. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the point in the first episode where I went, oh, this is the direction we're going with the show, was when other people were coming in to pay tribute. And I thought that that's what it was. I thought he was going to sit there very stoically, let all this procession happen. Then all of a sudden, as soon as he looks over after the first person, goes, you know what this guy's saying? I'm like, oh, shit, this is where we're going with the show. Okay, yeah. we're going That's weird. where the campy comes Yeah, yeah let's, wacky, talk about, okay? let's talk about the campy humor um, thing that totally caught us off guard. Power uh, Rangers! Power Rangers. I called them the Voltron people. Yeah. Uh, I believe. Oh God, what's the other one? Never mind. Oh. <laughs> Gobots? They were Gobots. Gobots. Yeah. Um, I actually, I didn't mind the mods and their um, their cyberpunk esque aesthetic. I thought it was neat. There's nothing wrong with any of this. It's what made it kind of campy and fun and kind of ridiculous. Mm. Some people hated it. Some people loved it. I liked it. I think it was a little weird. Like Star Wars has always been like worn and 
broken down and all their mods were really new and i don't think i've ever seen anything new in star wars so, so to see something shiny was a little weird it felt weird because it was like here's a bunch of rich kids in one of the yeah. poorest planets in the galaxy yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Why do we give a shit about these rich kids? Yeah. Like, why would we? But you know, those are and the, they were the rich kids. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, you know, those yeah. mods cost. They were those clean. Things, those shiny yeah. scooters. Yeah. yeah. Nobody else clean. on this. Yeah, no, not, but not even the scooters. The kids. Nobody on this planet can fucking bathe, but these kids can. Yep. Not even the overcharging water merchants was <laughs> as clean as these kids. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's true. Bulba Fett's armor is dirtier than They took my stapler. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wish he showed up in the show more. He just was there for he like two seconds. Recording lines for Box well, That's fair. That's fair. Th this is this is also the case where like some of my favorite characters did not get nearly enough time. Whereas like then they brought in. Don't get me wrong, love the Mandalorian, but he gets two fucking episodes of being pretty much the star. And the best episode. It's also the best example of Boba Fett in there because he's sitting there stoically thinking about their plan, right? And you're sitting there like, that's the badass that I know. That's the one. It's weird because it's like we got the Mandalorian, you're like, oh, this is what we wanted out of a Boba Fett story the whole time. And they're like, great, we're going to do Boba Fett. And you're like, yeah, we're going to get Boba Fett and Mandalorian. Like, great, but we're not going to give you the Boba Fett you wanted because you already have the Mandalorian. And we're gonna cut his time short for the other guys. Like, just do the story justice for fuck's sake. I, I think what we were talking about off stream when we were doing the, the the watch parties was that this season felt like Dave Filoni and Robert Rodriguez and John Favreau were really just moving pieces around for their future plans, and that this was just like we need to get Boba Fett here eventually, and we need to get. Um, we want to start Mando season three with Grogu because that's what people want. So we're going to put them together, but we don't know when we're going to do this. So let's just do it in these it's, two episodes. It's real weird that like you try to set up. All right. Boba Fett's going to fight so hard for, you know, this one city in Tatooine. And at the end, he's like, you know, I'm not cut out for this. Eh? <laughs> just like the end of Lost. Yeah. You know, don't worry about any of it. None of it mattered. Go it all mattered. Yourself. It's the journey that kidding mattered. Me? Kidding um, me? Are also, you gonna leave Tatooine now? After all this shit? And all the people who died? You could have left from the start, you asshole. <laughs> well, now that they're all dead, I'll take my winnings and leave. Thank you. <laughs> um, also, I felt like the entire show was also kind of like... Boba Fett was the badass that we all thought about and like we all wanted him to be and everything. And then in this show, he kind of wasn't he was just kind of like a you know retiree dad who was just like uh i've just i've learned in life to enjoy the better things and be nice to people blah, blah, blah. but fennec shan was really yes but fennec shan really became the bounty hunter both badass that we wanted from mm. boba fett and it was her instead which i don't mind but i don't want just like another fennec shan spinoff or anything i really like the dynamic of the two of them yeah I just wish we had the stoic, quiet, calculating, and fucking dangerous Boba Fett as opposed to nice guy Boba Fett. <laughs> I, I know that we were supposed to see him get humanized with the with the sand people, but like we didn't see that at all during the Mandalorian when he was there. Like he was just there to get his shit back and like get some revenge. And that, that's, you know, you sort of need to pull that thread through if this is like the continuation of that. Like, I don't, I don't know. It was, a, it was a really good thread to start off with. It went nowhere. You know, we didn't even see the Tuscans after episode four. Right. I think only Hawk would get this reference, but I thought the show was going to be more of a Harry Brown than what we got. 
Does anybody know what I'm talking about? It's a Michael Caine movie. That's yeah, kind of like I his, remember that. Oh, his, I remember that. His, his, like, it's like his version of Gran Torino, except he's like former SAS and he just starts beating. He's like, you know, a 70 year old. Oh, I know, but the guy tied to the chair and he's yeah. whipping him oh, with the okay. electrical cord. Yeah, yeah. Just like an old dude fucking people up, like a Liam Neeson movie. Now, yeah. that I would definitely be on board for because, like, some people were like, well, you know, um, He's he's not young anymore, so he can't be as like spry and fight. I'm like like bullshit. Like we saw him fight world. at the end. Yeah, like yeah. like you're telling me within a week he's just like oh my body can't do it anymore. Oh I'm done. I'm done. Like it just mm. didn't make sense. Um, I feel like there's a lot of things that could have been done or handled better, but overall I still really liked it. Yep, I liked, same. and I mean they gave us a lot of things that I never thought I'd see. I never thought I'd see a Rancor actually run around, jump, and do crazy battle fighting. King Kong? That was pretty awesome. It was fucking King Kong yeah. Rancor. Yeah. You, got a, and, you got a kaiju fight in Star Wars. Yes, and I loved it. Kaiju. Yeah. Oh, we saw those I, um, I, scorpion droids, which scorpion have never been on. Yeah, the Annihilators. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. Like the, That was, was great. We got a lot of cool stuff from the show. Oh, Chrysanthemum. Um, yes. Seeing him. In real life. On screen, it was amazing, super cool. And I wouldn't say he disappointed, but I feel like they could have given him better stuff. Like, I feel like- Yeah. I think that was another does, one of those chess pieces that they wanted to move into place. Yeah, oh, for sure. It like, does feel like a kind of thing where they, it's not like they did a, a bad job, but with what they wanted to do, it felt like they still could have done a better job. Yeah. Like not show us the set in that one episode. <laughs> that was like two seconds, a couple That's a times. Big fuck up in a, a production as big as. You know, well, there was that guy in jeans that was in, uh, what Mandalorian <laughs> last year too. Um, we'll never yeah. forget you, guy in jeans. <laughs> um, so, what bigger story does this like? Where does this fit in Star Wars, and what's the point of this season? Like, I mean, people think we're gonna get an Avengers style. I think that too. And I don't think that's gonna happen. I, I think, don't think so. That makes sense. I think what I think it's setting up a maybe a trilogy or like a new Star Wars thing where we could have like more, maybe more Luke Skywalker who's like sort of young, but instead of doing like Young and Bong stuff, bring back the fucking Mandalorians because clearly he's like uh, uh, John Favreau loves the Mandalorians. He's yep. voiced like three of them, and you know I'm a big fan of Old Republic. There's a lot of cool stuff about the Mandalorians that you can bring back. Like they are they are fucking scary. Yeah. They are just, if not more dangerous than the Empire, because they don't leave any survivors when they want to. Like, they go on the warpath. That's their religion, is the war. <laughs> so that would be a really cool story. And, like, Din Djarin turning from this bounty hunter into Mandalore, like, whatever you want to be, because he's, like, Mandalore the ultimate, whatever. Like, and bring back the glory of Mandalore from this glassed planet would be a very yeah. cool story. Well, we, I, I feel like we're definitely going to go back to Mandalore. At least that's the purpose yeah. of uh, Jin, Din Djarin and, and I, maybe I Boba Fett. Probably, I know it's probably not possible, but I would love somehow for there to be yet another mythical mythosaur kind of thing. And like, I, I think by him. the end of this, we're going to see that. That's maybe, what I would like. I think I mean, we see a skull, but they're specifically supposed to all be dead. Oh, like, yeah, that's fair. Thousands upon yes, thousands yes. of years. Of course, but that's just something I would like to see. But a skull maybe. like the size of you know, a city, like a city block. Yeah, basically. that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Hawk. Um, again, it, it was really hard to kind of grasp where they wanted to go with this and that. I mean, like, 
yeah, by the end of Boba Fett, I was kind of like, where does this go? And I, you know, it's like, if they're going to eke another season of Boba Fett out of this, and that, what do they do? They're, they basically installed him as like the, you know, the dawn of a uh, Espa. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much it. They, it like, they didn't leave a lot of room just like to indicate where they'd like to take that character in that you know if well, anything I, it's it, it's really just setting up like mandalorian season three and that and i do yeah. love all those ideas and that and i think that's exactly where they're headed like in Jarn is going to visit mandalore some and something to three. do with cobb vanth which i'm yeah in for. oh yeah, yeah. cobb cobb vanth is a, a timothy oliphant back in the world like that's totally cool with me i think he's amazing also um pretty sure cad bane is still alive um, I they, hope so. Maybe. Well, he had maybe. that beeping the at the end. Well, that's the thing. He had that, that thing like going in like in one of the Clone Wars um, episodes, I think it is. Uh, he's got a little robot that comes uh, to his beck and call yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. So I have a feeling that is like summoning the... He's uh, so mean to, come to it. To the thing because in he... his neck is a respirator that goes to his back, so he can't be force choked by Jedi or, yes. or Sith. That's why That's why he has those on there. <laughs> So badass. Like, so the like, thing is, yeah, like, getting stabbed in the chest shouldn't necessarily kill him if well, it's just a yeah. lung puncture. Mm. I, but I, I want to see him. Like, again, I liked the idea of the guns, the, the the lowly, you know, old gunslinger version of this of this uh, bounty hunter who's like, I don't walk fast, I don't fight because I have like he's like I calculate, I make my moves, you know, precisely, and I take my shot when I see my shot. Like, I love that kind of character. And I want to see that back, and I think that's what you need against a character like Boba Fett or mm -hmm. the old Boba Fett, because we need more of those kind of showdowns I as think, opposed to yeah. everybody epic battle in the streets with explosions and rancors. We don't need that. <laughs> I think that's why we're going to see Cobb Vanth again. I think he's going to be the lead for the the, the Rangers of the New Republic. I think they, they got cool. rid of what's her name. And they're just gonna bring him oh, in. Oh yeah, Cara Dude's gone. Yeah, and I also he he would fit more. Like I think it's more appropriate for him. I feel like I it know. would be better to see a show centered around him and that sort of thing, and have Boba Fett and his minions kind of just be more of a talking point, popping in once in a while and mm -hmm. kind of having their moment, and then maybe having an overarching story where something involving them and maybe the Cad Bane being resurrected, something's going to go down. But I mean, all, all in all, I think we don't need to follow Boba Fett as a main attraction anymore. I think he should just kind of go back to what he always used to be, just this silent, cool character that pipes in once in a while, does something awesome, and then disappears for another Sort of like what movies. The Mandalorian I, if, did in this season. If this season showed us anything, is that this should have been a st about someone else. And yeah. then Boba Percy's Fett should have basically cream. been a background character, probably, mm -hmm. right? Like, like they should have split the season either between Din and him, or give us another kid, like, like Black, you know, or uh, it was a Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah. yeah, like if well, they just was called the... Chrysanthemum. <laughs> that's what he's called in the. Yeah, he's called that I, know in what the I know what he's called in the, in the comics and everything, but I mean, I think they realized we probably shouldn't call him. That's <laughs> true. Um, I, I think maybe that's the detriment of this this show is to call it the book of Boba Fett. Like it should have been, like, some because it's a short I, book. Battle for tattoos. Like, hey, the battle, yeah, battle for tattoos. Like yeah, five like, chapters. Yeah, this it, is like a kids book. Um, <laughs> the I think with the sec the last season of the Mandalorian, it really seems like they're building a story that will lead to them building the First Order. Right? We saw the clones. We saw all of that shit with the imperial remnants and i wonder if this 
and them placing all these people here and then having Cobbanth come back like these are all people that are gonna be not necessarily important for them building the first order but maybe um important enough that they're maybe there to stop part of it like, like the first sort of resistance towards them i don't know it feels like they're gonna be the the people that are gonna try and stop the imperials from fully coming back that's what it feels like for me or like i said like if you have mandalore or the mandalorians being such a threat to the republic <laughs> they can't go hunt down imperial remnants and then the first order gets to go hide and lick their wounds and build up so they're like oh shit what's going on with the mandalorians like no no no, they really don't like us like after what we did to them when we were still the republic right um, before the Empire and all this stuff. So they get distracted, and that's why, you know... I mean, you can have it go either way, but... Fair. It's it certainly open yeah. to that possibility of the, the First Order is in the background, mm -hmm. slowly building its power. All right. Uh, I'm going to do two more things before we get off of this topic. Um, how rewatchable re is this series? Like, are you going to rewatch it? Do you want a second season? I will probably only rewatch like, the last couple episodes for references for yep. me personally um like i want to because i actually kind of want i have uh like an old model from the 1970s of uh, of a rancor mm -hmm. and rather than just do the normal pose that it's made to be in i kind of want to do one of king kong rancor <laughs> so yep. yeah yep. so i might do that um so yeah so i mean that's probably the only reason i'll rewatch it um also maybe just to watch mando build his ship again that was awesome uh, I, I really love the hot rod ship. That's fucking cool as hell. The Nabu Starfighter is fucking awesome. It's one of my favorite ships. So, but it's such an impractical ship for a bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a bounty hunter. Let's be fair. He's not, he's a, not a bounty, bounty, bounty hunter. hunter. Yeah, so yeah that's true. Where, do, where's he gonna put his like people that he captures? He's not. Right? Yeah, I know. He's that's not. That's not. There's no place. He's, he's no. gonna go park that thing in uh, what's her face's uh, Ghost Anti Cruiser that they captured. Um, <laughs> that's fair. Oh. Yeah. Fuck. I can't remember her character. Uh, Bo-Katan. Uh, Bo Bo-Katan. Yeah. Bo-Katan yeah. Crit. Uh, yeah, I can't no. wait to see her back. Um, well, because that's a whole thing with the Darksaber and all that shit. Next season of Mandalore, probably. I would uh, only rewatch episode five. That's it. The, the only thing... Okay, so based on the whole starting of Mandalore season three a little bit early, um, I, I mean, I'm glad they gave us Mandalorian stuff. I'm glad they gave us Grogu, and I'm glad we got that reunion adorable and I love the two of them together but I was really excited to see a little bit of the Mandalorian without Grogu like I was I really like looking too. forward to seeing like Din do his own missions and kind of try to find himself and try to like live without purpose for a while mm -hmm. just to finally get that beautiful moment of Grogu actually coming back to him I wish they kind of somehow left it out Fair. until like I was because Grogu served no purpose in the last episode right really to calm the rancor that's, that's it oh it. yeah and have enough um but i mean honestly I, I i thought the idea was we were going to be lingering on the choice whether he chose the lightsaber or the shirt mm -hmm. i thought we were going to linger on that choice until next season of the mandalorian and i thought it was honestly going to take a couple of episodes yeah and i was really looking forward to just seeing some character development of din jaren and I now we we just can't have that I, I call it the Rise of Skywalker School of Suspense. Somehow, Palpatine <laughs> has returned. Um, I thought he was going to use the Darksaber more. Like, I like that he couldn't use it properly, but I wanted to see him progress with it a little bit more in those three episodes at the end. 
I also wanted to see him because, like, the idea is like the more aggressive you get with it, like the more you kind of fall into the dark saber, the more dangerous it can become. I kind of wanted to see him lose his mind, like maybe see Grogu in danger if he's there and about to get hurt or something, and then he just turns on the saber and suddenly it's like light as a feather and he's just like flinging this thing around and just like it's growing and slashing or something cool. Yeah. But again, nothing. So, <laughs> Hawk, would you rewatch it this season? Oh, yeah, definitely in that. Uh, maybe not for the story in that, but, you know, all around, it was still, like, one of the best visual experiences I've had with Star Wars in a long time in that. I love, like, watching, you know, everything about it in that, you know. <laughs> Even the stuff people kind of pick apart in that, you know, like, you know, maybe the huts didn't look totally great. I that, like but them. At the same time, I still love seeing, only- like... I still love seeing the hot back. We should know by now that anytime an effect doesn't look that good, it's because we're never going to see it again. Yeah, that's fair. But I think. Yeah, but I, yeah. would, I think this is a totally rewatchable series. I, I, yeah, I'm gonna definitely rewatch this because there's some things that are still lingering in my mind that I don't know if they resolve. Um, like all the shots on, on uh, what's it called, the water planet, with young Boba Fett. I felt like that was gonna lead into Kaminoa. Kaminoa. I thought it was going to be more... Camino. Yeah, Camino, Camino. Camino. I thought it was going to be more, like, important to the story. And yeah. I, I know that Tatooine used to be a water planet, and now it's not, but... But yeah. yeah. You think that would have come up the amount of fucking times I said that, too? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I I definitely... Um, and I, this will be my, my last question, because I want to see my favorite sequence again. Is there a favorite scene you have? My favorite one is the Terminator 2 sequence, where they do the, the, the tears of a thousand... Yeah, the, 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 the of a thousand tears. That, that I just will watch 400 times. Um, for, yeah. for me, I, I will happily watch the approach of, of Cad Bane to Cobb that was the, yes. my favorite thing. I, I was literally jumping. I think I broke my couch because I was jumping with excitement. Because <laughs> I, like even just reading the or the the, uh, the title of that episode, it's like a stranger comes or something like that. From the desert, yeah. a stranger from, comes. From the desert, a stranger comes. And like I remember watching it, being like, "Oh, Cobb Vanth is a stranger in the desert. It's yep. cool." And then as soon as there was that one small shot of just seeing that shadow in the background, I was like, "No way." And I, I did that too. Character design, I right? Yeah, that's really was, good character design. But I was just like, holy shit, no way. No way. They're not doing it. This is too good. No, they're not going to do it. No, they're not going to do it. And then I saw the eyes, the place, and I'm like, they did it. You should have done the watch party with us because that's what happened to me and Hawk because we were like, that looks like Cad Bane. That can't be Cad. Is that Cad Bane? Is that Cad Bane? It's Cad Bane! It's, 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 it's that second far away shot, you know? It's like you see yeah. like a tiny little figure in that, and then it's like, yeah. yeah. No, you that know, can't be him. Yeah, it would be cool if they did it, wouldn't they it? They can't right? do that, man. I guess did. the second shot, still very far Goosebumps. away. Goosebumps. But you can see something. the brim, yeah. Yeah. As soon as you saw the brim, you're like, Who's they're going there. Yeah. <laughs> and also, yeah. it was the it's the truest, most, like, most honest Western moment in the entire series. Mm. And I love it. Like, even better than the standoff between him and Boba Fett at the end, this was the best Western scene. Like I've seen, especially with the dumb deputy beside him. Oh my god! Oh yeah, I fucking loved it. Also, like, like that's the reason. Like, I just really hope they haven't like fully killed off Cad Bane. I don't care in what capacity he comes back. Just don't kill off such a great character. Robot likes. It's like, it's like the. uh, I was still mad in 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 Black Panther when they killed. uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Oh yeah, no, Claw. 
Both. Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. I'm pretty sure is back. I don't care how he'll be back. Human Torch. Saw, I don't know if I don't oh, know if multiverse. they'll bother. Oh, I, I think he's back. I I have I have a really strange feeling he's back as Black Panther. We're, here's what's gonna happen. Here's what's gonna happen. I'll just real quick. They're gonna do multiverse, and it's gonna be switched. His dad stayed, and the other dad was the one, and so we just have a different version of Black Panther. But they're but like it's just the role reversal. Yeah, that's all. Dad's, the dads just switch positions. I, I would be and fine with that. The son's lives. Yeah. All right. Any final thoughts on uh, Boba Fett? Dude, the fucking duel between Vizsla uh, uh, and, and Jaren. Mm. Yeah, that's my that's my jam that was, right there. Yep. That the only good. thing he was missing was flamethrower and deep flamethrower. Yeah. Just like when they took off the jetpack, he's like, ah, come on, man. Yeah, God damn yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, I liked it because it was like, well, it means if you fall off. Yeah, yeah no that's, true, that's true. OSHA does not exist in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> <laughs> no handrails. No handrails anywhere. Right, um, yeah. All right. Awesome. They said we'd be leaning. Well, we'll, we'll, we don't have to wait long for a new Star Wars because may, may we get Obi-Wan. And yeah, yeah. that's gonna apparently have some crazy shit. Well, Obi Wan, I think we, we like. I think one of the reasons they wanted to uh, introduce uh, Chrysanthemum in this one is so that we recognize who it is when he shows up in Obi Wan. I could see that because Obi Wan's the one that's supposed to give him his scar across his eye. So as long as that happens, I'll be very happy. Think we'd see a younger Boba Fett in Obi Wan as well. It's possible. Hmm. There were that clones. Might, huh? That might be a thing, which would be pretty uh... cool. Um, they're yeah, supposedly clones still around, right? So I, I, I'm also just super excited to see Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I just really hope they don't overstuff it with too much um, chess placing. Yeah. Every like, episode, well, they can't because it's in the past. Yeah. So I wonder. Every episode, every episode should start with narration. And he just, it starts with <laughs> hands in on him. Like, like Mr. Dress Up. And Hello, he goes, there. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> I, to be honest, I think Obi-Wan's going to be a better series than that. I think Deborah Chow is going to be a better showrunner than Robert Rodriguez was as uh, for Book of Boba Fett. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I hope you're, I really hope you're right, honestly, because I feel like, I feel like this one, even though it, <laughs> we, we don't have to worry about what happens because we know how the story turns out. Um, I feel like this one is going to ha- has like a higher stake factor than the Book of Boba Fett did. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah oh, oh, I, Fett. You know, one of the problems I think with Robert Rodriguez is he tends to wear his influences too much on his sleeve. You know, yeah. it's like he uh, loves Westerns. He loves, you know, Kaiju and that. And it's like, you know, it's very, very. He apparent. loves spinning jackets. <laughs> yeah, it's very apparent every movie he was referencing in this from The Godfather on. To oh, like, my God. Once, you know, for like, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly and that, you know, and sometimes it hit the mark in that. And particularly like with Cad Bane and that, you know, like obviously that character was based, you know, on Lee Van Cleef and that and his Angel Eyes character from the yeah. you know, Sergio Leone films and that. He nailed that, you know. For sure. But you know, there's sometimes when you when you're like a little too obvious in what you're checking in that, it it tends to rub off. And that's like, I think that's where the camp factor comes in with this yeah, series. I think mm-hmm. so. He's always been a sort of campy director too. Like he always likes those cheesy funny things. Like especially all the yeah. spy kids, right? Honestly, Just, yeah. I would love to see him do like El Mariachi Desperado. But Cobb probably Vanth? not with but not yeah, Cobb Vanth. 
but not maybe, but no, probably someone more flamboyant, right? Because like Boba Fett's not that character, and Cobb Banth isn't that character, but we could have that character in Star Wars, and it would be fucking awesome. Somebody jumping off, or, like, like maybe even um, uh, oh god, I forgot her name now. I know, I know the perfect person because we need a musician, and Max Rebo didn't <laughs> die, so why wouldn't it just be Max, Max Rebo? Rebo? Max Rebo, Max Rebo uses because I don't know if you know this, Max Rebo, he plays with his feet. Mm -hmm. Those are his feet he plays with. So he opens his guitar case, and they're like, see, it's just a guitar. And they're like, okay. And then he pulls out two blasters with his feet and starts shooting all the stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch the shit out of that, dude. I, yes. I, I, but then yeah. again, Robert Rodriguez probably doesn't want to keep making what he's, you know, he's made before and he wants to make things, but... Mm -hmm. That's why it would be with feet instead of hands. Anyway, let's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the final thing of the night. What are we looking forward to in 2022? There's a bunch of shit coming out. It can be literally anything. It doesn't have to be something yeah. nerdy. It could be like, I'm getting a new bed or something like that. I don't know. Don't tell me. Yeah. And anyway, um, let's start with Hawk. Hawk is very, Hawk Hawk's just like, give it to me. He's very me. excited. Say Batman first. I want to say Batman first. <laughs> I can't keep the hand down. I can't. 11 more days and we're playing the Elden Ring. Oh, oh, oh three more days and we're playing light. Horizon Zero Dawn or that Forbidden probably, West. Yeah, that's right. Elden Ring literally would have been my thing, but I'm like, I think it's far too obvious how excited I am about that. So I'm yep. like, oh, it picks up a little different. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking no, forward I'll to Elden Ring too. Fuck. Honestly, oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, like I, I haven't been this excited for a video game in a long time. Mm -hmm. The only thing I'm upset about with it is that I could not uh, get a copy of the collector's edition with the helmet. <sighs> I've been on. I'm on like six different waiting lists for it. And well, not one of them has contacted me yet. I know someone that makes helmets, so you could probably just commission some work from that person <laughs> if he has if he has time. Oh, I don't know. Someone, uh, someone who's who has some who's who's a lovely gentleman in just a, one of the corners here. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, already, I already asked him for an oni mask. So, Ooh. dude, I would love. A ho eight mask, that'd be dope. Well, I know someone who makes masks. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> um, I'm just a poor college student again. Yeah. Now, though, is so. is anyone else playing Elden Ring other than me, Hawk, and Brent, Marcus? Uh, that's um, that's all I'm going to be doing online for like a month. PS five. So, so you can play on PS four, man. It's on PC. On Elden, oh, Elden Ring and um, uh, Horizon uh, Forbidden West are both going to be backburners for me for a while. Mm. Um, I like I know I'm going to want to play both and I'm going to enjoy both, but I definitely can't dedicate the kind of time right now to play. Well, yep. yeah, That's to play fair. either one, but especially Elden Ring. Elden Ring, Elden Ring seems Ring like one of those ones you have to do with people at that time. Um, yeah, because it is. Yeah, we're doing we're doing. Yeah, for that one, we're definitely doing parties. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Horizon, so I think I you, like, you don't need to play because it's a story. You can just do it later. Well, yeah, that yeah. like that one's just kind of like an Assassin's Creed. Like I, I'll kind of wait. I still haven't finished Valhalla. I don't know if I will. <laughs> I don't. I, I I told you the ending of that anyway, right? It, it, I think so. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I got about it's six hours into that game, and then I was just like, ah, oh, it's Assassin's it's, Creed, you're killing me. It's, it's no Odyssey. It's no Odyssey. The story's well, neat, no Odyssey. but it's, it's too big. That game is too big. I think That's, Origin is my last Assassin's Creed. That was a good game, too. Great. Um, Origin's fantastic. They did announce a couple days ago that the next Assassin's Creed, they're toning it way back on content. All, wait, wait, wait. But the next Assassin's scale. Creed is a DLC that was supposed to come out for Valhalla and is now being turned into a full game. It, does it have NFTs? <laughs> oh. 
Well, um, since you're there, what, you what were you excited about? We're already on Marcus. What, is, what are you excited about, Marcus, this year? Uh, uh, oh, um, actually, uh, I am excited for the, uh, the newest uh, Gran Turismo game. Oh, I, I, I have not. Did you watch the state of play for that? Oh, of course I did. Oh. Now, so here's the thing. I had been mulling so this pretty. one over. I, I, I was mulling it over for a while because I... Uh, I remember the first two Gran Turismo games, mm -hmm. and I loved them for like the original PlayStation and PlayStation 2. I loved Gran Turismo, and I still remember going to my uncle's house. He had like one of those giant old, you know, rear projection big screen TVs, and I remember playing like Gran Turismo with him. And I'm like, this is the coolest game. Yeah. And then along the way, I I just kind of stopped. They kind of became weird games for me, and I just stopped playing them. And they became there was just too much going on, and I just lost myself. And I was like, I don't know what those games are anymore. And I stopped. And then this was announced, and I was like, Oh, Gran Turismo! I used to love Gran Turismo. And as soon as I watched the first like preview trailer before State of Play, I was like, Holy shit, this is mm. gorgeous! And then I thought to myself, Well, this will be a brand new first time for, on this new console play ps5 i'm like i feel like this is the time i could get back into it and i've just been watching non-stop videos and non-stop you know tutorial things people talking about it and everything and while i was kind of mulling it over i'm like i don't know but the best part about it is i don't have the kind of time to dedicate to a huge long story right now to do mm -hmm. this is something i can just pop in do a few races yep. do a few campaigns and bugger out without worrying about the overall story of it but it's also just so gorgeous and finally i'll be able to play something that is using haptic feedback to mm -hmm. like its utmost potential so i'm so excited to announce that i have bought the anniversary edition i'm yeah. going to have that game and i plan on playing the shit out of it i didn't even think of what like adaptive triggers are going to be like for racing games mm. Like, holy now, apparently, shit. Apparently, this, because this is like the first thought, this is, first of all, it's a Sony uh, backed um, production. So, I mean, I feel like this is I mean, going to be. Sony owns the. Yeah, it's yeah, the first yeah. party. Yeah. First party. So, I feel like if if this doesn't show the potential for what that controller can do, I can't imagine what will until like many years from now. Like, I just can't picture something else being a better display for this sort of thing. Um, and from what I've heard, like, it sounds like you're supposed to be able to feel when your tires mm -hmm. lose traction. Yep. I yeah. don't know how the fuck you, how do you, yep. like, how do you get that across in a controller? Did, did, how did, how did they get across when you had the difference between walking on, like, cement and walking on sand in games? Yep. But you feel are, it. It's like, exactly. how do they do it with fucking magic? The genius of Mark Cerny. Hey, 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 Mark, Marcus. Marcus, guess yes, what? There are rumors that Sony is developing a wheel and pedal for Gran Turismo. That that includes all this haptic controls. So, for both the pedals and for the actual wheel, you're supposed to be able to feel it. Um, now, here's the thing. I, I think that wheel that you're talking about would be great with a pairing with the new goggles that are coming out. <laughs> Imagine that. Yep. I, like you, I would just be in a chair with all this shit on it, and I'd be like, "I'm in the Matrix. Fuck off." Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I do that with the. I used to do that with uh, Star Wars Squadrons. Um, I would yes. put it on my VR, and I would put on the Hodus, and it would just be me being very happy about playing Star Wars <laughs> by myself. <Yes. laughs> um, yeah, that game looks amazing. Um, the state of play when our our rep from Sony sent it to me, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And then they. 
I think halfway through the video, they talk about how their weather affects oh the my God, road yeah. and how they, it's they are based on where you are in, in the world. Like, it's and not it's like, accurate. Oh, no, the rain is different in different countries. Not just that, but the, the conditions of the road affect the water. So water will pool in certain areas where the road is used more instead of yeah. areas that are used less. And it's based on all of the, the weather mapping in the oh, yeah. world like it it's it, it boggles my Presumably brain polyphony digital has been working on this since 2016 or 2015 because oh, all they make is grand turismo games yeah yeah but and I, I also just i love the idea that imagine being on such a big track like they're talking about the nerdberg ring being on such a big track where the weather is different on one end and like sunny on one end and raining on the other like imagine that shit <laughs> i did crazy and they said that during the the races if the if the weather passes you'll see the water slowly dry and i'm just yeah. like <laughs> and it'll affect the track and how you race on it like that blows my brain yeah. i don't understand this is magic so this is this another, is like another thing ratchet clank wizard yes wizard i'm super excited for the fact that um the the online component the online racing and everything um apparently the forums and or like uh I guess they're called forums, whatever, where like where everybody's creating their own groups and stuff. You can kind of create groups for whatever you want, and whether there's one that's going to be existing already or if I have to make it, I don't care. But I'm going to join like a hot hatch, like racing club or something like that. And I just want. Oh, like, oh I'm sure there'll be plenty of hot hatch clubs. <laughs> but you should start the first not, one. Not a popular race. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. Let, let, let's let, let's do like a like vintage hot hatch and. Like you can only drive backwards. They could, <laughs> Marcus. They could only be blue, and you'd probably get five million members. <laughs> Amazing! I yeah, I can't wait for that game. That oh my god, that game looks incredible. Brent, what are you excited for in twenty twenty two? I'll tell you the one. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the one I'm excited for, and I'll stick with video game things. But um, I gotta say, what I'm sad for this year, though. Oh. And I think we all agree is. Uh, the last season of Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking yeah, forward to uh, it, though, too. I'm looking forward to watching it, but I'm sad that, like, the, one of the best shows of recent memory is, is ending after the three seasons. So that's my that's my sad one I'm not looking forward to this year. <laughs> but you are ending. sort of looking forward to it, too. I'd like to watch it. I'm just, absolutely, I want to watch it, but I'm I'm sad that it's over. But the, the, you can, uh, look forward the video game thing, what I'm looking forward to is... Like, I, I, I'm basically breaking down games right now into Elden Ring and post Elden Ring. <laughs> so, like, Fair. everything that's coming out post, now, like, post sea, ER, Sifu, yeah. essentially, poster. Sifu. So, Sifu. Uh, like, oh. Sifu, Horizon, uh, Salt and Sanctuary, Salt and Sacrifice got announced for May 10th. So, like, these are all going to be on the back burner. But there's one game coming out next month that I have been so excited for for the past, like, since I played the demo last year uh, Strangers of Paradise. Oh, taking yeah. my love of growing up with Final <laughs> Fantasy, that going. world, those characters, <laughs> giving it to Team Ninja and telling them, make a fucking Neo game. Is that actually coming out next Fantasy. month? March 10th. Oh. Yeah, March 18th. March 18th. Or March 18th, okay. Hmm. I thought they had delayed like that. that. Um, I don't know I why. It was delayed. It was Final supposed to come Fantasy out last year. Six got a remaster or something yes. uh, today that they announced. Yep. I will say that Sifu is a game that makes me want to throw my controller at anything that's in between me and my, you know, monitor. Um, um, but are you? Just, but are you really into like games like that though? Yeah. Yeah. 
I just it, it's it's it is it's fun difficult. and it's fucking difficult. That's why I enjoy it. But it, it's fucking hard. I see shit. you as the kind of person like they'll pick up like a Bloodborne game or something like that and go like, let me try this for a little while. I beat Bloodborne. Right? Fuck you. Goodbye. I beat Bloodborne. Oh, I beat. Me. I beat. I beat Dark Souls I three too. Any of those games. Demon Souls. I haven't played Demon Souls. I just. One. I, 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 can't play, I can't play those games. I have to watch you guys yeah. play those games because I can't actually. I don't stream those games because I don't want to get angry. That angry on screen, like stranger. Here's a paradise is just like, oh, because God, I love Teen Ninja so much. Like, what they did by rebooting the Ninja Gaiden series and then later on the Neo series has become one of my ultimate favorites. So, taking that style of play, merging it with the world I grew up as a teenager loving is just going to be fucking unreal. And the fact that it's like completely co op uh, play as well, the entire thing. Well, you so had like, my right now I have to find someone to play with. <laughs> oh, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Co-op. Yeah, co-op. Co-op co makes me makes it more interesting. I, that's the, that's I why I don't play a lot of these games. Who wants to co-op the stream and like co-op streams with me on that game? I, I, I only want to so play co-op games. I hate playing games by myself now. Even though I grew up mostly playing games by myself, but I like talking to people when I when I play. Like that's, that's why, why I, I love streaming. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, oh, there's people here. Cool. Yeah, that's why I like jumping. I'm better at talking than playing. I don't know. If I don't know. We rock and sewing very well. Um, yeah. I was just looking at that that uh, Assassin's Creed DLC. It's apparently based on the bad guy of uh, Valhalla, the fucking uh, Basim. Basim. The, the, anyway, anyway, whatever. Um, we already said Hawk. Dave, what are, what are you looking forward to? Um, I'm gonna be real quick. I'm just looking forward to the Morbius saga being over finally. Please, God, let it end. That movie was supposed to come out. Oh. Ago now. You're talking about Jared let Leto's movie? Die, let it end. Please, God, release us from this torment. Release the movie so none of us can watch it. Hmm. Oh, I'll, I'll watch it. I'm, I'm going to watch it. No, I, I might I not mean, enjoy I it. But I saw the new Carnage movie in it, or the new Venom oh. movie, and it was terrible. But uh, I, just I saw it. The Venom movies. I don't know if I got like, Morbius in me or not. Morbius, there's an episode of the Venture Bros where there's this creature from the future that shows up and creature it goes, ignore me! <laughs> and then it rummages through stuff and they're like, what are you doing? He goes, ignore me! I'm not here! And it like, it fucks with stuff and it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll matter later! And it keeps doing this. That's what Morbius is to me. Is that it's like, it's like, oh, no, 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 ignore me. I'll, I'll, I'll just be over here waiting. It'll, March, I'll be here in March, don't worry. I'll be here when I don't worry. Oh, this oh three Spider-Man movies came out in the time that I was supposed to come out. Don't I'll just be back here, guys. Don't worry. That's like guys, the remember I'm still here though, right? That's like the expanse in Game of Thrones. The expanse premiered like the book. The first book came out when the last Game of Thrones book came out, and then they released nine books. <laughs> And the tenth one's coming out this year. So the, um, the other thing I'm looking forward to, the new expanse book. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I'm gonna end this off with what I'm looking forward to, and um, there's a show that I've been watching a lot of, and the first half of the third season came out. Um, it started. It premiered last October, and Bluey season three uh, started in October, and then they ended in December halfway through the season and then they've just started showing commercials for the second half of season three and i'm fucking hyped for it because bluey and bandit need to go more on more adventures and um, the last episode they released fairy tale was probably one of my favorite episodes it is the best episode ever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a long long time ago in a place called the, the 80s, 80s. <laughs> <laughs> does, does anyone 
anyone here that doesn't have kids kind of getting like some Twilight Zone vibes about this show? This show is like, like a world where you have kids and your favorite thing is Australian cartoon. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 helping my point there, Mark. <laughs> there I are mean, there are days I just watch that show. Kind of yeah. hypnotic waves that they're sending through the air, like it's, when you watch the show. There, there, just talk about the fact that the eighties are as far away from now. No, yeah. Did they bring this up? Yeah. The eighties are as far away from now as they were from World War from the, World, World War Two. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about that. So that yeah, makes me sad. This is a long time ago. The um, yeah. <laughs> the it's it's crazy because they definitely make some of those episodes just for parents. Like the FaceTime episode was pretty yeah. much what it feels like to watch someone go on FaceTime, and it made me die laughing. And they're yeah. like, it's just it's it's it makes me happy. That show makes me happy. <laughs> and yep. I just some days I'm just like you know what I'm I'm bummed. Um, I watched them. I watched them. I also yeah. I, I love the fact that we, we have like I'm, I know the episodes are only like seven seven minutes long, eight minutes yeah. like you know, but like there's fifty of them per season and yeah. it's like oh, thank God yeah. I can just keep going. <laughs> I listen to the music like when I drive around it's because it my, makes me happy. But like this week I watched the Carla Homolka and um, Paul Bernardo documentary called. The bar. Oh God, I thought you were gonna say the episode of Bluey with them. <laughs> no, no, no. Fucking hell. The, <laughs> the, the the Barbie. I think they're called the Barbie and We've Ken. We got Barbie today Ken on Bluey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. got ourselves a serial killer all the way from <laughs> Canada. So so they did a four <laughs> a, a, a four part documentary on Dis on Discovery, and I watched it because I grew up in St. Catherine, so it it really fucked me up as a kid because I was. I was there when uh, it happened. It fucked you up. My teacher in Wait. college was the lead detective on that case. That's true. My elementary school was two blocks away from Paul Bernardo's house. Um, and my we best, still walked by best it. Friend at the time, my best friend at the time of that happening's name was Christian French. Imagine hearing that on the news that, that day. That is oh. fucked up, yeah. The um, My high somebody school... Somebody in Japan watching this episode going, what the fuck are they talking about? My high school is the <laughs> actual... Can you get back to Bluey? Paul Bernardo, how you doing, mate? <laughs> anyway, hey, so I watched, I watched those four episodes, and I was a wreck earlier this week, and I just put on Bluey, and it just made... It just... It made me feel better about life and everything in general. That's where I was going with this. Um, well, I just now I can think of. Have you watched Don't Fuck with Cats? Because uh, yes, that's or you don't fuck with that's. I didn't think that's where that was gonna go. No. Yeah. I don't. But uh, so, yeah. So I'm looking forward to Blue. It's coming out soon. Blue, I didn't instead. think it was gonna take place in Edipakoki. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. If you've seen that show, you get that joke. <laughs> Anyways. We're done. Yeah. That's it. We're done. We are going to be back in a couple weeks uh, doing something. I don't know. Maybe talking about Peacemaker. Maybe talking about something else. Maybe talking about Horizon. We'll probably uh, pick a couple d different topics. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Peacemaker and Vox Machina are going to be done by then. Yes. So. Yes. So yeah. Marcus finished Fox Machina by Friday. Playing Horizon, so. I, will, I will try. It's just watch the first episode. And how, if you're how, not. How many? 12 oh, episodes. How, how many? 12, 12 episodes? 12 episodes, 20 minutes each. Yeah. Oh, that's no problem. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if you can problem. watch it before Friday, come come to the watch party and watch us make our brains explode. It's hilarious. I, I guarantee, I mean, I know what happens because I watch the live streams. Yeah, I know. So me too. <laughs> you're going to like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. I'm looking forward to what they're changing. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll yeah. talk to you in two weeks. Um, come Friday, we're going to do the the stream, the, the live stream. I mean, don't forget, we got D&D probably D &D tomorrow. D&D tomorrow, yeah. Right? If not D&D, &D, we're going to rock and stone. Rock and uh, stone, baby. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Do Goodbye. You, do you, hey, Goodbye. Do you have anything Wait. going on Wednesday? Are we doing uh, Peacemaker finale? Peacemaker's on Thursday. 
Oh, Thursday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's midnight. Yeah. Sorry. We have Star Trek on Thursday. And you know what? I can't go on Thursday to even Star Trek because I'm going to the Uncharted premiere. Um, so I'll let you know how I'll let you know how that goes. I, hope you, I really hope you enjoy it. Man. I hope it's good, Eric. I really I hope, hope anyone enjoys it. Good. Um, the reviews are good right now, so so that's yeah. But they didn't play the video games, so oh okay, yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> Uncharted Two is one of my favorite video games of all time. Fuck. Okay, well, I'll let you guys know how it is. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.